0: What's going on? You're listening to the Three Count Podcast. Make sure you follow them on all their social medias at Three Count Podcast with the number three, not the word spelled out. Check out all their interviews and other content. Interviews such as with myself and my partner Jeremy Grimes, Studio Twenty Two, and some
1: other lesser ones. You know, they can, not all their guests are winners, but you know, you watch ours. It was fun. Um, shout out to my guy Red Dog Cliff the that she raised. All of your
2: Won't change I great that edition I of the Three Count Podcast presents now entering the ring. I'm your host, as typical for these interview shows, Clifford Red Dog Miller. And we will go down our single roster, which there's only one other person on. But you know this man, because he is the host of the Three Count Podcast weekly debate show. He also, you know, jumps in. He does uh, the review shows for, you know, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Impact, whenever he decides to show up. So give it up for the man himself, Chaz, the Don, the Icon, Evans.
1: What's up, what's up, it's your boy, it's your nephew, it's your cousin, it's the Don, Chaz Evans, and I am here on Now Into the Ring, because I, well, I don't run shit, I don't do shit, I just talk shit. So there it is, I'm here on Now Entering the Ring.
2: So there he is, and as always, this is the Three Cal Presents Now Enter- Entering the Ring, which means one thing, we have a special guest, And this person, I have met this man personally. We have shared the ring together in training. We have seen him do all of his crazy shows. And if you were paying attention to my YouTube channel, you would have seen him in the background of numerous shots correcting me because I'm always fucking up his name. Give it up for the man himself, Van Hansen. You know what I mean? (laughs) I love it, man. The Killing Fields thug has entered the ring. (laughs) <laughs> i'm down with this uh, how you been man
0: i've been all right man uh how how are you guys doing
2: doing good doing good man you know we, i'm dead yet
0: <laughs> you, wait what you ain't dead
1: yet i ain't dead yet today i guess i'm good all right
2: <laughs> <laughs> so man oh, thank man. you for for coming on the show and like wanting to talk to us
0: absolutely absolutely man and and of course like you know what I mean? Like, as soon as I heard you were doing a three-count podcast, like back when you told me, man, I've always wanted to, always wanted to come on and talk with y'all.
2: Bet. Well, now you get your own episode. Like, you don't even have no, a debate show.
0: Yeah, m-
2: maybe. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> nah. Um. But yeah, so let's get this, let's get this kicked off, man, because I, I have a real important question, and I like to ask everybody right off the jump. Who is Van Hansen?
0: I can sum that up in three words, four words, the Killing Fields thug.
2: Bet, <laughs> <laughs> man. So my first question is really going to be coming in is kind of uh, like, how did you come up with the Killing Fields thug?
0: I didn't. Um, so I was the manager of a, of a tag team known as Crucial Impact at the time. Um, and we were doing a show for Superstar Wrestling, and I was just their manager. And I had a match with uh, the ring announcer of the show. We were doing manager versus ring announcer. And, you know, I was getting ready to – I drew a six-pack on myself. I was getting ready to write Thug Life. And Richie Nightmare uh, – I don't know if anyone's heard that name – comes up to me with a Sharpie, and he's like, no, 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 no. Where are you from? I said Killing Fields. So he wrote hashtag Thug on my chest, and the name just stuck stuck because I was originally Handsome Brent Hansen and then I was the Killing Fields Handsome Brent Van Hansen.
2: <laughs> <laughs> love it, man. I love it. Yeah, um, it mean, because, you know, like we've talked about numerous times, just like on side chats and everything, or just even up at, you know, Sicken's Compound where we train at. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, always, it's, always, it's always fun seeing you and like getting to hear like your stories and stuff, man. You like, mm-hmm. you always walk around that kendo stick, man. I, I legitimately love myself. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but, but I've never used it on a show. <laughs> I've never used it on a show. It's mainly, it's my way of protecting myself. <laughs> it's usually under my bed, but right now it's in my car because I just did a show where I walked around with it before the show. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So let me ask you, man, like what keeps you driving in the business? Like what motivates you? Like what's been inspiring you? Like give us a like, um, about you
0: what keeps me going is honestly what I can do next because for a while, like, you know, mid 2019, I didn't really have anything going on yet. Um, and then, you know, uh, you know, I got my storyline in for Eastern uh, Eastern Panano pro wrestling, um, for the rest of the year. And then the start of 2020 was looking really good for what we had lined out. And I wasn't with superstar wrestling anymore. Um, and then Corona hit, of course. And I was like, well, that's it. 2020 sucks. But then, you know, I met up with the promoter for Superstar Wrestling and he gave me this awesome opportunity to work with the SoundCloud sensation, Anton Nathan, whose catchphrase is, yeah. <laughs> and and I had mean, And, you know, together as a tag partner. What's keeping me going right now is what can we do next? Because so far what we have written down is just – it's driving me more than anything has in the business currently. But I honestly, this this is, I do this for fun. Um, like a lot of people ask me, you know, where do you want to go next? What do you want to do next? I don't know. I'm in the business to have fun. And that's currently what keeps me driving. If I'm not having fun, I'm going to step away. You know what I mean? I don't know.
2: No, it's, I mean, it's great that you kind of recognize that like, Hey man, like, Time's limited, like yeah. in, in between the ring, and you just gotta have fun while you're here. You
0: know? I, I, yeah, and I was told by um, somebody that if you're not having fun and if you don't like what you're doing, just step away. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. If it's not fun, I'm not. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if it's not fun, I won't. I won't continue. But I, I'm always having a blast in wrestling.
2: So, <laughs> so my other big question for you, man, is. Mike, what kind of advice would you give to up-and-coming wrestlers?
0: Oh, that's tough.
1: Well,
0: you know, listen and watch everything around you. Um, anything anyone says to you, just eat that up. You know, don't fire back at them. Just eat it up. If, if they say you suck and you can't work, prove them wrong. Don't even say anything. You know what I mean? Like, the more times you open your mouth, or the more times you'll get in trouble in the business. Um, That's the biggest thing, really.
2: And, of course, wipe your damn feet before you get in the (laughs) ring. No, I yell at so many people, like, because I know that to be a rule, and it's something Mm -hmm. that, like, I try to do for myself, like, every time. Even when I step out for, like, a quick break and I jump back in, like, I always try to wipe my feet off. But I see so many wrestlers, like, I see so many kids that, like, are – because, like, at Sicken's Place, right? right? There's so many new kids that are coming in the system, like, all the time. And I legitimately just, like, started yelling at people. I'm like, yo, get out of my ring. Please wipe your feet. Right. And then come back in. I was like, this is, this is not how this works. And then yeah. once people, like, started, like, catching on, like, yo, all of a sudden, like, everybody else was like, hey, man, like, no, wipe your feet off. Like, this is why we do it. Like, we mm-hmm. don't want to step in your mud. Or we don't want to step in, like, wherever you've been. Like, it's crazy. Right. And, like, now it's starting to catch on. It's starting to be a thing. And it's like,
0: oh, there's there's one okay so yeah of course the dirt and the mud and everything that and, and and like anything that came from from the locker room to the ring whatever gross shit is on the floor you know you don't want in the ring but uh and of course with training you don't want like mud and sticks and shit in the ring but but my my main thing with that is like this is our house you know what i mean like the ring is our house and if if you're First stepping into the ring, or you know, you wouldn't, would you, step through mud and then just walk into somebody else's house?
2: Not if, unless my name was Rick James. Uh, I don't get. <laughs> I don't get that reference. But yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Rick James. So um, I'll, I'll fill you in. So Dave Chappelle. You remember when the Chappelle Show was around? Yeah. Okay, so Dave Chappelle did a skit where. Uh, he was being Rick James, and he walked into Charlie Murphy's house with some muddy boots and put it all over his white couch. <laughs> oh, like, fuck <laughs> your couch, <laughs> fuck your couch, man. <laughs> but no, to your point, no, you would never, you never walk into somebody's house with muddy muddy shoes, like
0: yeah. And and honestly, like the the wipe in the feet thing is important, but the most important thing I think to just any advice is like, just listen and learn. Because you, you, know, you get a lot of guys coming in who are cocky and they're like, oh, I know how to write a story. Well, I don't know how to do this. Like, but you don't. Even if you did, you don't.
2: You're right. You're right. I mean, that's 100% facts. Like you, there's always room to grow. And I think that's one thing I hear it all the time. Like, If you think you've learned everything in a business, get out.
0: Yeah, because if you, you, know, if you know everything...
2: <laughs> Why are you there?
0: Yeah, and another thing, like, um, don't – try your best not to shoot your mouth. (laughs) You don't want blood in the water, of course. And especially, like, if – because I've had this happen to me, and I'm not going to name names because I don't want to bury anybody. But I had someone saying to me that their company was better than the one I was working for and that he could out-wrestle everyone in the company I was working for. That makes – his trainer look bad and that makes his company look bad anything that you do that would make your trainer and their company look like shit, no
1: <laughs> that's crazy i w- yeah, always i've always felt like when even if not even just wrestling business in itself but any any anywhere you go mm-hmm. like go you're your representation of where you come from mm-hmm. and, I, uh, me personally, I've always you know for uh, I have too much respect for second uh, and rhymes to you know because I got a big ass mouth and it, it's you no know, I mean if you listen to podcast you know I have a big ass mouth I don't I don't think it's the problem mm. but I always know that I'm not going to be the one to put myself in the focus and myself in the foot and make them look bad because they gave me the opportunity to be here in the first place so. It's, you know, I, it, I also agree, like, it, it's, it's, you know, you're not going to, you know, you wouldn't, you know, disrespect your trainers like that. Yeah. Know? I have too much respect for them. You know, we even, you know try to put that, you know, put myself
0: in that And And not only that, like, suppose, like, and, and I love Sicken, and I'm not trying to bury him in any way. Like, if you were to say, oh, Nick's an asshole, then everyone else would be like, oh, yeah, he did this to me, this. And then it would shoot back straight to him, and that would hurt his, what he's trying to do and I know
2: he wouldn't like that very much at all <laughs> no who would right I feel like that that would just be like a good thing man like it would bug the shit out of me if that happened mm-hmm. um, I have a question for you though man like uh, let's mm-hmm. just because I know you've talked about like the ideas of you and you just kind of go with the flow and stuff so let's pretend like we're in a time machine okay five years to the future where do you see yourself 5
0: years in the future. Oh my god. I don't know. I honestly don't know. Um you know, I I would like to say like winning my first title at least some point between in the next 5 years, but at the same time I don't really care about that. You know what I mean? Like I, Well, I I know for one thing, you won't see me in the major leagues in 5 years. <laughs> so you know i i like being a local guy because i don't know hey i get to go do a show on a saturday come home and then go to training on sunday go to work on monday and then i like you know what i mean like so you know i don't know um i obviously i want to do this for as long as i can but i could still see myself working in five years maybe not as you know agile as i am now and that's saying a lot because i've gained 40 pounds since being in the wrestling business so (laughs) i imagine myself being one of those big heavy set guys wearing trash bag
2: pants (laughs) so (laughs) nothing like that man i'm I'm gonna give it to chaz man and let him ask you some questions
1: okay all right, all right, all right, brother man. So my my first question, and I normally ask a lot of people, is, but what got you into wrestling?
0: Into like, wrestling, or just the business?
1: You no, know, don't answer a lot. Is what got them into wrestling? What got
0: me? It just not not into the business, but just into the so love of wrestling.
1: Wrestling. Period. Like, what's the story on like what was the first time that <laughs> wrestling was introduced to you?
0: Okay, you're gonna get the stupidest story ever. <laughs> Um, so growing up wrestling was always on in the background like um, my stepdad at the time my mom has been married twice my stepdad at the time uh, he really liked wrestling so it was always on in the background but like he liked the classic stuff on VHS so like Hogan you know and Tito Santana so like I grew up with that in the background and occasionally he would put on like it was like ruthless aggression era because I was born in 99 so um and I don't know. I just I I didn't pay too much attention to it, but like I liked it. But then like you know, I moved. Like a few years later, um someone told me wrestling was fake, so I stopped watching it. (laughs) For like wrestling's fake? Even though it's not, you know, I mean, like, and I'm not I'm not even saying that in gimmick, like, goddamn like people got the wrong idea. Um so, I moved. I was completely out of it, like, at that point. <laughs> God damn it. This story's dumb. I was in Walmart one day, and they had the Super Mario Brothers Super Show for sale on <laughs> DVD for every single episode, and I got it. And, like, <laughs> I fell in love with Captain Lou Albano. <laughs> and then... I was, I was I think, pushing sixth grade because I met a friend and his name was literally Lou, like Lou Trail, his full name. No, not his – that's just his full first name, I mean. And he's talking about Wade Barrett. And I'm talking about Captain Lou Albano. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, watch, watch wrestling tonight. And I can't even uh, – the Miz was WWE champion at the time. So like that's what got me back into the uh, modern stuff because I'd stopped, like, I think Batista and Evolution were just getting big when I stopped watching it the first time, and when I came back to it, Shawn Michaels had just retired. Oh wow! So, and and you know like, yeah. So.
1: <laughs> oh wow! You you missed a big chunk of wrestling. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I did, but what pretty much what made me fall back in, in love with it. Like in period in the first place was Captain Lou Albano.
1: That's what's up. That's what's yeah. up. Um so uh my next question mm-hmm. Uh Who's your favorite wrestler? Uh me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that's a list. And that's a legitimate answer. Like <laughs> no,
0: no, no, I'm kidding. Uh okay, so Okay, so for that, I'm not going to say Captain Lou Albano because he, his wrestling work back in the day wasn't very good. But he's my favorite personality of all time. So that's a hard pick between, like, Edge or Bret Hart.
1: So I go Canada. Go Canada. Canada.
0: Yeah, pretty much
2: – okay, so, like, every everybody in my top ten, there's, like, five Canadians. <laughs> I mean, I don't – I don't fault that though, because like it seems like Canada does have like a lot of great wrestlers that show yeah. Up.
1: Yeah. oh yeah, yeah. like yeah. greatest export is wrestling,
2: not yeah man. <laughs> man, like I got like in my
0: top twenty, I have like Owen Hart chris Jericho edge Christian, and Bret Hart like and pretty much all the hearts i don't I don't remember was Brian Pillman, Canadian
2: I th- no, wasn't he no. part of the hollywood blondes he was he was American, yeah. And, and of course I think, was, I think he was the US. Okay.
0: And of course, um another an, unnamed Canadian
1: Oh uh, yeah.
2: Uh, hey. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Sometimes I feel like he um he's kind of looming around in spirit.
0: <laughs> well like you 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 have his thoughts or like
2: <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you do, you, know.
0: do you mean like you mean like the like the pressure I honestly I don't know what to take from that.
2: <laughs> I, I I wanted to use words from the thesaurus, so I used I, I was looking up the words I, I looked up the word hanging and looming.
0: Oh 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 okay,
2: okay. I got you. <laughs> oh, okay. Man. Getting deep here. Getting deep like, on the show.
1: <laughs> really dark. So we're gonna move on back, you know, to you as far as a wrestler. Um what do you feel like is your greatest accomplishment so far?
0: Oh, greatest accomplishment so far. One sec. I have a, yeah, I have a journal for everything I've ever done. That's lit, though. Uh, minus the backyard shit that's not in there. <laughs>
1: um,
0: I, actually, I can answer that off the top of my head without even looking. I don't know why I looked. Um, greatest accomplishment so far. Um, uh, it was a double. CAGE main event. Um, it was Superstar Wrestling Presents A Fight to End Muscular Dystrophy too. And there were like 200 to 300 people in the audience. And every dollar that we got at the door, we donated to muscular dystrophy because that whole event was created for a fan that had muscular dystrophy and passed away. And he had a match dedicated in his name. And we got to go semi-main. It was uh, Crucial Impact, with Kano and Hanson versus uh, Heartburn with Diamond Dex Cross. And, of course, Dex and I weren't supposed to be out there during the cage match. We were supposed to brawl to the back, but we were just like, "It's for a good cause. So we stayed and we kind of – the match wasn't officially like a three-on-three, three, but it became one. And it was at Harley-Davidson in Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania, so that was really cool. Um, And, and the reason I say that is because, like, just the amount of people that were there that supported, you know, having and giving money to put towards the, the fight to end muscular dystrophy, getting to do it in a cage and getting it to do with guys that we had a storyline for so long with. It was just perfect. And of course, the main event was uh, Ron Holiday versus Riley Crowe. <laughs>
1: <Ron laughs> hey,
0: hey, hey, if you're going to have Ron
1: Holiday on the podcast, you can't talk shit on him, buddy.
2: i feel you know what man like my impression bruh what (laughs) but like as many wrestlers as we had on this podcast Mm -hmm. the name ron holiday seems to be like the most named wrestler on these podcasts ron holiday is a treasure
0: like he's he's such a great dude and like he I don't know like Ron Holiday is someone that will be in the memories of people for generations.
2: Yeah. If, oh, you, know, yeah. if you know Ron, you definitely will always remember him.
1: Yeah, that's, yeah. That's so cool.
2: When uh,
0: I met Ron, he looked like Brendan Fraser. He didn't have a beard and he had
2: like straightened hair. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I just I feel like the one thing too is like everybody has like their impression of Ron Holiday. Like after you meet him, it's like yeah. you, you just you quote all of his stuff. I'm just hey. like, man. <laughs> my my favorite thing he says is,
1: "Hey, fuck you, buddy."
2: Yep. My, yeah. I like that and I like a oh, Billy.
0: <laughs> I would tell the Ron story, but I don't want to bury him. <laughs>
2: Can you really bury Ron Holiday though?
0: Yeah, I I, I'm pretty sure you could.
2: <laughs> no, speaking, I'm just kidding, Ron. <laughs> speaking of burying, and Uh-oh. What, <laughs> what is a uh, what's one thing that you think is missing from the industry?
1: Mm. <laughs> oh,
0: storytelling. Um, I can take that. And realism. Because uh, I I'm gonna get hate for saying this, I can't stand watching like the Young
1: Bucks matches anymore. Neither can I. Welcome to the yeah. okay, cool. I, all right, don't do it for me. I mean, it's never they—they've never done anything for me. Like I've never liked them. You know. Mm. um, so well, you know,
0: their, their Ring of Honor stuff was all right. I mean, it's—it's it's very athletic. It's something to be like you know, bashing, but like the realism, kicking out a one from a super kick or a V trigger or, you know, like, and it seems like they just tear everything they have in the first five minutes of the match. And then they don't have a go home spot. That makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, so like psychology is missing from wrestling, honestly. I like that. It's
2: a great answer. I can take that. I'm going to get heat for that though. I know that. No, because you know what, man. Like to be real, like it needs to be said. Yeah, I feel like, and and I've so we've done we've done a lot of a lot of different interviews, but to be honest, that's like one of the top answers that we get when we ask that question. Psychology, so yeah, psychology and storytelling, and character development. Like that's another one that we don't we don't get a lot. Mm-hmm.
0: I gotta fix this.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, man. Do you think? <laughs>
0: Sorry, I'm fucking around here. (laughs)
2: It's okay. Fans will see this and they're gonna be like, oh yeah, I know how that goes. I have to fix myself too. No me. (laughs) All the all the tattoos are coming off.
1: You know what you would have fooled me if you had not done that. (laughs)
2: Really? (laughs) (laughs) You would
1: have fooled me. So I got a couple more questions. These are some lighthearted questions, and then after these questions we can go right into the uh, the infamous ten count questions. All right, sounds good. So, these are some fun questions. Um, Here we go. What's the hardest you've ever been hit? (laughs) Oh, shit. Probably,
0: oh, there's two, but it came from the same person in two different nights, so. (laughs) He... And and the first time he didn't mean it. The second time it felt like he did. I'm not going to say who it was, but he came up and I was outside the ring and he hit me with this part of his arm, like right where the bone was, right across the top of my head, and he drove that son of a bitch. Wait, anyway, you mean in wrestling, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, yeah. Um, the second time was a kick to the back, but it was all toes. Uh. Actually no no, no 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 no. no. There's something more. Um, I took like thirty chops in a battle royal one night with a shirt over my head and someone restraining me.
2: Oh wow! <laughs> no, nope, not doing that.
1: Yeah, same. Uh, next <laughs> question. I didn't. I didn't want it. <laughs> I don't blame. Yeah, I don't blame. I don't blame you. They got me on my
0: back here on my stomach. Nah, yeah.
1: nah, fam. <laughs> So my next question, is, what's the worst match you've ever been
0: in? Oh fuck! <laughs> I can answer that right away. God damn it! So uh, I actually have this match recorded, but after it got like 70 views on YouTube and so much heat from the boys to me, I was like, I'm taking it down. It was um, an intergender match. Um, Atlantic Terror Championship Wrestling against Avery Rose, and going into the match, like I wasn't even supposed to wrestle that night. I went to watch the show, but um, it was originally supposed to be Raina Sky versus Avery Rose, but Raina couldn't make it. So Chucky e. Manson asked me to do it, and <laughs> we were the the venue was in a church, so they didn't want hair pulling, they didn't want strikes, they didn't they just wanted chaining and hip tossing. And everything we called was like just denied, like we couldn't do it. You know what I mean? Like so, we we get to the ring, and I fucked everything up. <laughs> it wasn't on it wasn't on Avery. It was on me, and I apologized afterwards. And she, we we talked about it afterwards, like way afterwards. And she's like, "It's not the worst match I've had, but I want a rematch."
1: <laughs> <So>.
0: <laughs> and. The, the only good part from me in that match was my entrance. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> and so, all right, my last question for you is, what's the worst bump you've ever taken? Oh. Um,
0: well, the one on Legos didn't feel very good. I took one on Legos. Um, taken on concrete, on the steps... Um surprisingly the one on the ring apron was like really good. Um that, that was from Andino lifting my ass up and slamming me down on the ring apron. But he was like, it'll be soft, I promise. And it was. It, it was like it felt like nothing, honestly. Oh, yeah, he was one of the safest workers ever. Yeah.
2: Um
0: no, probably the Legos or the Steps. <laughs>
2: I'm gonna ask this question just as a follow-up, but was this Lego spot with a, a certain kingpin of Riot City?
1: No,
0: no, no. It was it was the same cage match I mentioned earlier. Okay. Cuz um, I was like that's a very uh very sickened spot. <laughs> we had a we had a spot where Diamond X Cross had a chain and he was punching me in the gut with it, and we had a chair set up in the other corner. And he whipped me into it and I saw the Legos as I was going down and I was like for charity. Boom. Ah. (laughs) So it didn't feel too good and it was funny as um, the the tag team I was supposed to be managing in that match, one of the members, Doken, he lifted a chair up to hit somebody with and when he swung it down, he cracked me in the side of the head because I was still laying there. Then I took a leg drop straight to the face while laying on the Legos. So like, nothing felt good for like five minutes because I kept getting hit with shit while I was laying there. (laughs) It seemed like the leg drop just drove the Legos, like drove my back down farther into the Legos, because I didn't turn my face in time, and I was just and Legos under my head and shit. Uh, but no, I've seen I've seen Nick's Lego bumps, Jesus Christ, and and him bumping on the on the little car thing. Yeah, <laughs> no good. Yeah. no point no. Hey, I I I'm gonna assume Legos are better than thumbtacks, though.
2: <laughs> I, I, man, I'm gonna be honest, man. At this point, I would – I know a lot of people would be like, hey, yeah, no, I'll do a Lego spot. I was like, I would much rather do thumbtacks right now than to ever be around Legos. Like, as a father and walking at night, I am terrified. I'm going to step on something. (laughs) Well,
0: that's the thing. Like, I can step on anything, and it won't bother me. But, like, I guess that's what my mindset was when they pulled the Legos out. I was like, oh, this would be no big deal. Because, like, I don't know why I'm real strong in my feet. Like, I can step on broken glass and probably wouldn't notice it. And it's happened. I got scars from it. So, like, I thought, this won't be shit. <laughs> and then I hit him. And I was like, oh. <laughs> then the chair cracked. And then then I just hear, don't move, leg drop. What? Bam. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So <laughs> yeah that's that's probably the worst bump. god that just sucks all around
0: <laughs> it's better than the one i had planned for a show where i was supposed to get hit with a barbed wire bat and then fall on top of it
1: absolutely not
0: <laughs> no but that match never happened so we're good
2: <laughs> <laughs> so i'm gonna ask let's see chaz do you want to ask the tank out questions because i have a set too
1: I mean, if you want me to do the 10-count questions, I can. I always have the 10-count questions ready.
2: I know. You always have, like, the fun 10-count questions. So we'll give this up to you.
1: All righty, then. All right. So it's time for the 10-count questions. So let me give you the rules. This is a rapid fire. It's only 10 questions. Okay. Uh, first thing that comes to your mind, okay? Oh, you this will be good. Cannot, you cannot fail this test. Okay. <laughs> I asked Raw or SmackDown, and somebody said Oranges. What? Exactly. Yeah. What?
0: That doesn't make any sense.
1: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: wait. So, do I have to give you the answer as quick as possible?
1: Yes. Uh, you can try. Try your best. Okay. Okay. Try your best, because we have the imaginary timer here. Ding. You heard that. You heard that? Yeah. It wasn't Jesus. That was the imaginary timer. It was <laughs> <The sleazers. laughs> ah! Oh, man. All right. Here we go. Ready? Yeah. And favorite cartoon? It's The Simpsons. Uh, It's a Friday night. What are you doing? Bowling. Hey. (laughs) Favorite color? Purple. Funny thing is my gear. I I I, I just ordered it. Um, I've Mm -hmm. always done black and red. And I, was, and I was trying to figure out a different color. I was like, let's go with fucking purple. <laughs> yeah.
0: Dude. Uh, Batman or Superman. You say Batman or Superman?
1: Yep.
0: Fuck. Uh, I, but Batman, I, I hate Superman, honestly.
1: Let's go. I hate him just as much. He's the most <laughs>
0: generic guy ever, like. <laughs> and plus, like, his weakness is
1: a green rock. So,
0: hashtag Superman's getting buried.
1: (laughs) If it's a three count podcast and I'm on it, Superman's always getting buried. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So, if you had somebody, uh, if you could play somebody in a movie, who could you play?
0: Seymour Crowborn from Little Shop of Horrors.
1: (laughs) I like that answer. Or
0: riffraff from Rocky Horror Picture Show.
1: Hell yeah. Uh, what's the last show you binge watch? Criminal Minds. That's a good show. That's yeah. a good
0: show. Dude, and... Oh, wait. I don't want to spoil anything. I mean, I'm only on Netflix with it, but Mark Hamill season, dude. I thought it was so great until the end.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: I was like, what the fuck? He just... No spoilers.
1: <laughs> thanks, man. So... Uh, next question is Nike or Adidas? Neither. Okay. Favorite food? Chili dogs. Mm. Uh, what's the best match you've ever seen?
0: Rock versus Mankind at halftime heat.
2: What? <laughs> <laughs> what? I heard that. I'm so glad somebody said it.
0: <laughs> it's like my favorite match ever, dude. Anything, any match with Mick Foley in it, like around that time period was gold. Like, especially the Hell in a Cell with Triple H, I thought was way better than the Undertaker one.
1: I agree.
0: I agree.
1: I agree on that one. Yeah. Ah, uh, last but certainly not the least, and it's always my favorite one to ask, and it's always the last one. Cliff, you know what it is. What is your favorite cuss word?
0: Ass cheeks.
1: Count <laughs> <laughs> questions.
0: Uh, they, they used to call me van ass cheeks back in high school cuz I said it so much.
1: That's funny. So you pass the count
2: questions? You yeah,
0: oranges. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Ben, that's that's all the questions that we have, Ben. It's kind of like all the stuff we asked. We want to kind of wrap this up now. So please let our listeners and our viewers know where they can find you. Wait, you don't, you're not going to ask me, Rocket 10?
0: No. You get oh. one set. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> where they can find me, find me on Facebook at Killing fuck Fa- I fucked it up already. <laughs> Facebook.com slash KillingFieldsThug. Instagram.com slash Thug tiktok.com slash killingfieldsthug and also facebook.com slash the yeah boys because I'm in a tag team with the SoundCloud sensation Anton Nathan and just Hanson. I'm just going by Hanson now for that. For the yeah boys. He says yeah, I say you know what I mean. We don't say anything else. Yeah. know what I mean?
2: Well, Batman. So we'll definitely let all of our listeners and viewers go find you and we'll actually probably put, we'll put it in the descriptions as well. So, for the red dog, for the dawn. This is the three count presents now entering the ring. Well, just Hansen, is apparently. It's not Van Hansen. Van Hansen, just not not just
0: Hansen. There's a dude.
1: <laughs> Damn
2: it. <laughs> I,
0: I, I don't want to bear anybody. Uh, it's Hansen. I already know someone who's doing a just gimmick. Just Dalton. It's yep. Hansen. Van Hansen. Hansen. Or that's it currently.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so that's the man himself Hanson. You know so mean. as always guys check out our next episodes that we have coming out because you know we love doing these things for you guys and we hope that you love watching them so tune into the next episode and be there or you know what i mean be somewhere else hello three count
1: podcast if you enjoy what you're watching and you wouldn't mind going out your day to support us, go follow us on Twitter at 3count underscore pod, Instagram, 3count pod, and if you want to look dripped out like your boy J.J., go to prowrestlingtees.com slash the3countpod, and it's the number three. Oh, and by the mention, we have a YouTube channel, so go check that out. The 3 Count Podcast with the number three, J.J., Ow.